Welcome back to the Transform Your Mind to Transform Your Life radio and podcast. This is Coach Myrna Young, and you are listening to Five Minutes with Coach Myrna. Today, I want to teach on the topic, a friend in need is a friend indeed. You know, I heard those words when I was growing up from my grandmother. She would always say things like, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are, or a friend in need is a friend indeed, or she talked about fair weather friends, which is the same thing. Um, a friend in need is a friend indeed, you know, symbolizing that why do we have friends? We have friends because they are there to share the good times and they should be there to share the bad times. But a lot of times our friends are only there when the times are good. And when you really need them, they're not there. And that's how you know your true friends, all right? So um, a lot of us, you know, um, don't want to have, you know, a friend that we cannot depend on. So a friend that, you know, you fall in some hard times where you need to borrow some money or you need someone to ride you someplace or you're sick and you need someone to come and bring you some soup or something like that. But when you call these friends, if you're going to use my grandmother's words, fair weather friends, then they're nowhere around. They're only there when the money is flowing and they can feed off of you and you can give them something. Now, today I want to highlight what a true friend should look like by sharing the Bible story of Job, right? Job was, um, uh, Job's story shows us what friends are supposed to look like and why a friend in need is really a friend indeed, right? So Job's friends came when they heard he was sick and lost everything. They sat with him for seven days and seven nights and said nothing because his suffering was too great for words. Sometimes a friend offers you comfort by just being there. So maybe I should back up a little bit because I'm assuming that you've heard the story of Job, right? But if I were to back up and just get a, you know, a one sentence um, explanation, Job lost everything that he had because Satan was, you know, perusing around the earth and, uh, you know, said that um, if God were to take everything away from Job, that he would curse God. And God said, why don't you test him? So this was his test. You know, the, you know, um, all his children died. He was sick. You know, he lost all his wealth. Um, everything that he had was taken away from him. So he was in some deep pain and suffering, right? The only person that God did not kill was his wife. So she was still there, um, which was a good thing, right? Um, but anyway, um, when Job continually berated himself, his friends finally responded. The first friend to respond to Job was Elizabeth, and he tried to minister to his broken spirit. 
He told him and he encouraged that he had encouraged many people with his words and strengthened many people, preventing them from falling. So I guess Job was a coach because he's doing something like I do. I encourage people and strengthen them and prevent them from falling with my words. He suggested that Job use those same words to strengthen himself. So like I said, as a coach, I can relate. Coach can, and even pastors can help others, but they find it difficult to help themselves, mainly because when you're going through trouble, you can't look in. Remember that if you're a picture, you can't see the frame. When you, so, so that's basically what happened. We normally can't help ourselves, right? Um, but when that didn't work, Job's friend tried something else to help him deal with the pain. He asked him, doesn't your reverence for God give you confidence that God will turn everything around for your good, that he will give you back everything that the lotus had stolen? So this is another way that, you know, a true friend will try to comfort you by letting you remember the things that you stand on, that you stand on certain principles and certain scripture. And if you really were standing on it, you will say, Job would say, hey, you know what? Um, everything that I've lost, God will give it back to me because he promises to do that, right? He promises to give me back everything the lotus was stolen, right? But sometimes you're too far deep. You're too far in the mire to hear anything, right? So even though Job's real friends were trying to comfort him, he couldn't hear. Job was in pain and he cursed the day he was born, saying that his mother's womb should have been shut and he should have been dead so he would not be able to, that he would be spared all this trouble. You know, think about it. Yes, if I would die at birth, then I wouldn't have to go through all this. You know, I'm pretty sure that some of you can relate to someone when they're in deep despair. You know, I've never heard anybody going back and say they've never been born, but they certainly say they want to die right now. But anyway, Job's friends continue to offer words of comfort to Job, telling him that we were born for trouble as readily as sparks fly from a fire, that though God wounds, wounds, he also bandages. Though he strikes, his hands also heal, which is pretty good words, right? You know, if I was in trouble, I would want my friends to be able to tell me these things. Hey, it's not just you. It happens to everybody. You know, I can use the scripture that says, you know, um, we will all be in trouble, not when, not if, but when, when trouble comes, that's the word I'm looking for, when trouble comes. And that means that we're all going to go through some form of trouble. So that's basically what Job's friends were trying to do, you know, trying to steer his mind out of the pain and to the future to comfort. So a friend in need is definitely a friend indeed. Friends help you grieve for a broken marriage. Friends comfort you when your child is locked up. Open their homes when you don't have anywhere to live. 
friends give you a shoulder to cry on when your world comes crashing down and you wish that you were dead. But God asked Job to pray for his friends. And when he did, the Lord restored his fortunes and give Job back twice as much as he had before, including more children. So, you know, all we need is some friends to prop us up. You know, we need God to, God, you know, Job never cursed God, you know, even though he wasn't thinking of praying to God or asking him for comfort, he they stuck in his mire, but and all his friends needed to do was hold him up until the pain passed, until the pain subsided, because you know, time heals all wounds. You know, the movies and television is great as showing us a model of what friends are supposed to look like. And I myself dreamed of having some friends like they show on Girlfriends or they show on Friends. And even the movie Waiting to Exhale, they always seem to have four girlfriends. And I I don't have four girlfriends. So I kind of wish that I would have four girlfriends. But, you know, all you need is one good friend. That's all you need. One good friend, someone that's going to be with you through thick and thin, your ride or die friend. Not only should you be a, um, a friend in need, a friend in need, that should happen to you as well. You should be a friend in need, a friend indeed. So you don't only go looking for it outside. You should also be able to be a friend, right? So cultivate your friendships because we all need friends, right? If you have current friends that have been there for you in your time of need, remember to pray for them and to show gratitude, right? So yes, just wanna leave you with the lesson today that a friend in need is a friend indeed. And once you have true friends, then your life is richer, right? This is Life Coach Marina Young. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Five Minutes with Coach Myrna. I want to invite you to join my Life Coach group on Facebook for daily inspiration from myself and other coaches to keep you inspired throughout the week. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, namaste.